With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, people? Will Clark here. Hope you're all doing pretty good. So this next episode of the podcast is with uh, Verity Foss and Charlie Watson. Uh, Verity and Charlie opened up a diner in Bristol in the UK called Uwe Diner. They also opened up a vegan diner called Uwe Vegan. They're both amazing people. I've known Verity for a very long time um, from when I used to run parties back in Bristol. And I've, I think I've not, I don't think I've met Charlie in person, um, but we've definitely seen each other around Bristol town. Um, So yeah, without further ado, Verity and Charlie. Charlie Watson, Verity Foss, how's it going? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very good, how are you? Pretty good. We were just talking about, um pizza chains from michigan or from detroit so we have jets pizza if you do we have that in the uk yeah pizza jets jets pizza no we don't no, have that we don't think. have pizza. we have domino's yeah. though right domino's is like the one yeah domino's is from detroit yeah. area um i don't think any of the others but jets is like the square pizza company you know they need to come to the uk yeah they're yeah instagramming it so good yeah i like that it's the crust on the side of it yeah. how they burn it on the side it's extra crispy have yeah you, i think you, they put like if you had a yeah. chicago deep dish yeah uh well not proper but i i basically make the doughs at home and then uh, just try and recreate them okay you should uh but, check um, check out lou luminati's um luminati luminati's pizza i'm gonna get rinsed for this because it's like the most touristy trap ever but it's so so good <laughs> um i'm texting you the link now um but it's so good uh it's like the best deep dish i've had in my life you have to kind like of like chicago because chicago chicago have also got the um the cracker dough which is really good so it's like really apparently they actually eat that one more in chicago it's like the um like super thin, like and it's like half I think um, cornmeal and half flour in the dough. Really, and I've never like heard really of that. Thin. Cracker dough yeah, pizza. That's... Oh yeah, that's so, like cracker dough, Chicago cracker dough. It's like um, so it's like a really thin base, and then and then they cut it in like little squares instead of uh, instead of um, triangles, and then um, ah, I've never seen that. Apparently that's, that's apparently it's banging. It's like really crispy, like. Really crispy base, like cracker. Have you been to New York yet, you guys? No. I have. I've been years ago, but I didn't take full advantage of the eating opportunities. If you ever go, let me know. It's definitely on the list. We're going to go within the next, well, when this is all over, I think we're talking about going. Yeah, get some cheap flights. Yeah. It's the best place. Best place. So anyway, Verity, I haven't, last time I saw you was it Motion. Uh, probably about 10 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, I don't think I've ever met you in person. Yeah, yeah. I think we've like... My best, my best ha- the one who saved me. The one the that one kept you sane and made you stop the doing... The one who saved me from the, se- the sesh life. 
These days are over, my friend. I'm a professional businesswoman now. Clearly, you are. You both are killing it with the the whole diners. Can we uh, know a little bit more about these? We started actually next door. The takeaway joined onto this house that we're sat in now. In Caton Street. Um, and basically, we were doing a pudding business, but it wasn't really making any money. Mm-hmm. And we thought, oh, Charlie had this head saying, oh, let's open a burger restaurant. I was like, what the hell do we know about Yeah, burgers? we were doing a pudding thing, but I didn't even, I didn't even really like pudding that much. Mm-hmm. And it um, doesn't really inspire me that much. I mean, I'll eat a pudding, but I'm not, you know, we were making yeah. stuff that, it was all right, but it was just a bit boring. And then, but we love burgers and uh, like that kind of like dirty food. Yeah. And um, so we were like, oh, actually, let's just, let's just open a burger place. And then, um and then we, there was a spot next door to our house, which was the Picks and Takeaway. And then we spoke to him and was like, look, can we, um, could you know anywhere where we can get like a, because we thought we want to do like one of the, like a takeaway, you know, like the kind of fast foody takeaway style thing, yeah. as opposed to like the whole restaurant um, vibe. Like we'd never really been up for doing like restaurants as such, but more like always wanted to have like a, a fast food, like a Shake Shack in and out, yeah. like I don't know, Popeyes, that kind of style thing, as opposed to like a, like a restaurant because everyone does the whole restaurant sit down cocktails you know what I mean it's easy Whereas, isn't it? it's um, kind of it's, everyone's um, doing that especially in the UK at the moment like well I wouldn't say at the moment for the last five years everyone's doing like Americanized food but it's not actually gritty dirty fast food it's it's kind of yeah like, that's it like we, we yeah so we we always from day one like we always wanted to have the um like that that fast food vibe but like, but with amazing quality, like this, like the same, if not better, ingredients that you would have in the restaurant. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, so yeah. So we so we started out trying to find these these takeaway spots, and um, and then yeah. So basically, the guy we first spoke to just said, "Look, I don't want to do this anymore." Because yeah, I think he had about four of them, mm-hmm. um, and he was like, Look, "I don't want to do this one. You can have this site." So we were like, "Oh well, perfect. Small, <laughs> not expensive, right next to our house." So yeah, six weeks later, we were in, and that was it. And um, we we did burgers and dirty fries and stuff. And, um, and that was in was that in was that where was that in Bristol? Pixton Street, Pixton Montpellier, Street. So just off Saint's Cross. Okay, cool. And then about six months later, we I don't know. As soon as we kind of stopped cooking there, we decided we want to open. Yeah, it's about, one. it's about six months later we looked because it was so busy from day one. And there was something that the guy who owned Five Guys always said is like, you know, when you're starting a a restaurant or a, a site, you want to find a small. Um, somewhere off the beaten track. You don't want to go straight in with the big uh, city centre or whatever site. You want to go off the beaten track. Yeah. If you can make people travel to a, to a small neighbourhood place because your food's that good and you can make it busy there, then you know you can make it anywhere. Yeah, and that's definitely. kind of um, stuck with us. I mean, you know, we were really busy and Picton Street is, is really quiet. Yeah. It's, it's five states, it's five six centre, but it's really quiet kind of neighbourhood. And it was just so, so busy. Um much to the dismay of the local residents, um, I think. Really? Um, Were they not happy with but, that? Yeah, so then we thought, right, it's time to... It's, well, no, everyone loved it to start with, but then then as we got busier and busier, you know, you've got a stage where, where you've got like, people blaring out drum and bass, uh, the stuff, and then people sitting in their cars, playing music, eating out on the street, and then there'd always be like 15 delivery riders like waiting to pick up their orders. <laughs> it was manic. Um, we just, what ones was a really quiet street to turn into Uwe <laughs> Street, and then yeah, yeah. was just like, F you. Yeah, it was literally just like... Rubbish everywhere. Like everyone hanging around, literally everyone hanging in their cars, eating their food. It became a youth club every night of week. (laughs) (laughs) So we moved on. Um, Um, And then we opened North Street, and then basically, just give you a wrap it up, 
when we were at North Street, we were on holiday and we heard that this takeaway had come up and we'd wanted it for years. And we were like, oh, should we just have it and make it into a vegan, ooey vegan really randomly? And we were like, okay, so then we just signed for this other property. And then, you know, three months later, we opened ooey vegan, which was the biggest hit out of all of them. And which then, is crazy, um, right? Because vegan's obviously like very fashionable right now, but I wouldn't, yeah. I could, I didn't imagine that that would be the, the biggest one. Is it just, it, yeah, why? Yeah. why? Is there, is there an... Veganism bloody huge. Yeah, it's it crazy. Is now it's big. And it was now. kind of big when we, obviously it was big when we, still when we, like, when we first started it, but we'd, we'd done a burger, like a vegan burger, and it did really well. Yeah. And like where we originally started in Montpellier, like in Pixton Street, it's quite like a veggie, vegan kind of area anyway. Yeah, yeah. So we've always had some vegan stuff. Like we were doing that, um, that, that fried buffalo fried cauliflower, which like everyone does now. But we did that ages ago and like everyone absolutely loved it. And, uh, Kind of grew from there. Then we did a, a burger when we opened our new site, like a vegan burger, but it was just a real fast to make. Because uh, we had to like, make the seitan, like make the dough, and like, it just took ages and it wasn't actually profitable because of the amount of time it took yeah, to make yeah. it. Yeah. But it was really good. And then we were like, oh, you know what? Let's just let's just open a vegan only site. Did it. And yeah, and it's, and it's yeah, been really popular. Absolutely smashed it. So we then opened, we, <laughs> this is actually where the story goes sad. So we then confirmed a site in Dalton, which we'd waited ages for. And we just started building it, like all of our livelihood's gone into this one in Dalton because we've been waiting years to open one in London mm-hmm. and London is the like where we want to grow and like have yeah, our main yeah, part yeah. of our business we just love London yeah. and essentially what happened was we've obviously been going through the build at the moment but like the mid build the mid pandemic started yeah. Yeah. now we've just got this really exciting we put, yeah, we put, Dalton doing nothing it's like a big we put everything we pretty much saved up exactly. all of our savings like right let's power it into this big kind of in London which is going to be really cool and then uh, yeah literally in the middle, of the, the, middle of the build it's just, it's, we paid all the money and then now it's, uh, it's it's actually still being built at the moment luckily yeah. the builders are still there it's, but, um, it's a logistical nightmare it's going to be ready in two weeks but yeah so that's that's where we're at it's all good though it um, kind of adds to the story right yeah. if you can survive through yeah. this time yeah. then like you got like literally everybody I know from Bristol have like goes to Uwe and it's like it's kind of amazing because there's not really many other things like food wise that have kind of cotton on to everyone like there's some really good food yeah. in Bristol some really good food yeah but for sure yeah like Uwe like everyone talks about Uwe everyone goes to Uwe and it's f- kind of fucking amazing that you guys have I've actually uh, never, I've, not, I've actually never really been do. which is really annoying the la- well, I went the daily to- tried to come there was a flood yeah I, I came and it was like the one time that I was back and I was coming with Eli Brown and we both I think I think didn't you have like an issue with the like with the like burners or something like that the like fryers. I think the fuse box I think, the, no, I think the fuse box blew up I think that was the morning we that we were getting the new yeah we have issues all the time there's always a new one yeah but um but, but no, I, I think, think it's the name that makes people I, you know, you know what it is? I think it is. The big portions and the name Uwe. But it's also the fact that it is a fast food joint. It's not like yeah. a, you know, like people love McDonald's. Like everyone goes to McDonald's all the time. Or like in, in America, everyone loves In-N-Out Burger, yeah. don't they? And like or Shake Shack and like, but the, the people that actually, I think, kill it in these games are like the fast food ones because cause you can go and spend a fiver or you can spend 25 quid if yeah. you want. You know, and that's the point where a lot of these restaurants have got to the stages where you know, like Byron, for example, grew really quickly during this burger boom. But you're probably spending 35, nearly 40 quid. If you're having a drink, 
maybe like a milkshake, a pudding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're having all same these with, different bits. Like same with GBK. Like I, yeah. I, I, I used to love that, and then it it used to be yeah. really good when it first opened, and then it obviously turned into more of a chain, and then it got terrible. And yeah, I remember when it first opened. It, it was go to thing. It was so good, and I guess Mom, that's... Can I have my birthday party at GBK. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they have GBK. I don't think they have Byron in America actually. Um, but they're the, shutting. Um, they're shutting a lot of them. Are they, what GBKs yeah. or Byrons? Yeah, loads of them are shutting. They, I think they shut to like I don't know twenty, thirty stores or something this year. Well, I guess they grew. All these people grew too quickly, and then they like. They grew too quickly, and then that like culture of like, you know, people got bored of like GBK is expensive. Like I remember, I went like not too long ago, and you pay like I think you spend about twenty five quid, and you get like a really small burger, and you get like barely any fries. It's just like really, really small, and it's really expensive. And you buy a pint, and it was like six quid, and like yeah. I don't know the whole thing. You're eating pretty much eating fast food, but you're paying loads of money and having to wait around for quite a while to get the yeah. food as well. But it's not Whereas, even like, it's not even good quality fast food. That's the thing. It's like there's there's difference between fast food and good quality fast food, and I think that's the, it, the thing in the states I've kind of come across is you have McDonald's, KFC, you have like what what we have here, and then you have In yeah. and Out and Shake Shack, and the difference between In and Out and Shake Shack compared to McDonald's and everything like that, it's just better quality and it's cooked kind of freshly. Yeah, so it's all good oh, quality. Yeah, but like, absolutely, Shake Shack is the one. It's but so I've good. Heard of five of that, like. If I'm going for burgers and oh, yeah. that, I way prefer to roll into like the, you know, more chilled. You order what you want. You sit with your mates. It's casual. You, you know, you can wear what you want. You kind of five guys also. It's, it's just really casual. You can kind of piss around a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't really want to go to a formal restaurant and eat eat that kind of food as such, and then no, have totally. someone like checking up on you. Like, can I get you anything else? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like cheese all over your face. Like, do you know what I mean? It's and like, also, you want to order and collect it yourself, and also or like order and do takeaway, order on takeaway uh, on delivery, but. The whole beautiful thing about Uwe is you don't want the person behind you to know how much you're ordering. So you can just order all the takeaway, pig out, and no one has to know. You're so in and out. It's not like you're making a song and dance yeah. about it. You just stuff the face, yeah. roll th- out the restaurant. I think that's something that really annoyed me about GBK is that you'd have to go to the counter to like order. And then you'd go, I, yeah. it's the kind of the same with Nando's. And it's not something that yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to a restaurant, I want the restaurant experience. I don't want to like have to do the half fast food, half restaurant and then be treated like yeah. shit. Like if I'm paying 30 quid for Pop like whack. chicken and chicken breast and chips, I want like good service. Yeah. Um, you, get a, you don't get charged service for Nando's. Yeah, do you? I think so. Yeah. We're not getting any service. Exactly. Weird. Those places are weird. Like, we would never charge service. It would be an outrage if we put service on. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Twelve point seven five percent in in the in the US, like it's like such a tip culture. So even if you're you tip everywhere you go, twenty percent. Really, like, minimum twenty percent. Yeah, I didn't. I was explaining um, it to Verity. Like Verity went to um, Disneyland in Florida about what a month ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you, like, I don't even think you realised about the tipping thing. Like, I was like, really pissed. Barry wasn't tipping anyone, so they must have been like absolutely hating <laughs> they it. They like, hated <laughs> you. They proper hated yeah, you. Yeah, but I don't even think you realised. Yeah, but it. I was eating at like Taco Bell, fucking... Oh, sorry. sorry. You can swear, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was eating at Taco Bell, effing... Um, what's the one, like the Mexican one that everyone goes to? Uh, Chipotle. 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 Like, you don't sit there, man. Come on. No, this is true. I don't know. I think people still do. I think this is just us being British and being stingy fuckers. 
I'll put on an American accent next time I go there, then so I'll get away with the Where was it, Hard Rock? You went, you yeah, like, I tipped uh, in Hard Rock, actually. The service in America is really good. That's, that's why you tipped. Yeah, it is good. It's really good. They look after you 100%. So where did uh, where did the whole oh, name Uwe come from? I'm sure you've said this about a million times. Oh, God, it's such a cringe. Um, well, basically, it all happened in this room <laughs> when we were thinking of naming the pudding business and Charlie's friend Jack was sat here. And then... We'd just been to see Storms, I think. Yeah. We were like, we, we, um... You Definitely Uwe. I think if you can get that wrong, yeah, definitely Uwe. Jesus, and people would like ring us up. You know, like, oh, are you going to Owie? Is it is it called Owie Diner or Uwe? But I was like, well, why would it be called Owie? I don't really get that one. But um... <laughs> I've got my tortoise sat here when we're having this little <laughs> podcast. What was your tortoise called? <laughs> I adopted it three days ago to keep me occupied during isolation. It's called Shelley. It... Very generic name. <laughs> for Nicely a done. Nicely done. Is it keeping you occupied? She's cute, isn't she? she... She's been feral for a whole year and a half, wow. roaming the back garden. If she got lost, her sister had it. My sister Christmas. had it, lost it in the garden a year and a half ago. Never saw it again, <laughs> and it reappeared. <laughs> so I was like, "You are not keeping it anymore. It's now mine." But you clearly can't have the responsibility of looking after a tortoise. <laughs> who, uh, who, who owned it? Your sister owned it beforehand. She got it as a Christmas present a couple of years ago, and she never wanted it. So, um, oh, okay. So she just let it go. Actually, got lost in the garden. She was pretty annoyed when it came back. How did it last a year in the garden? It's, it's a warrior, mate. Like, it's grown, like, it's grown double the size. <laughs> Love strawberries. <laughs> it's got strawberry all around its mouth. <laughs> Honestly, best pet though. Couldn't recommend them more if I tried. They're just so easy to look after. You can leave them for a year and a half, and they'll still be alive. <laughs> I'd never do that, FYI. I'm a responsible pet owner. Clearly. So, <laughs> so uh, did any of you do like cul- culinary school or anything like that? No. No. We just, um, you're just, no, uh, really. If, well, if well, eating comes as McDonald's and Five Guys as culinary school, then yeah. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we did it with our mouths. We just, basically, we kind of knew what we wanted it to taste like. We knew what tasted good. We knew what, to be honest with you, a lot of these places, you go to like when we go to McDonald's, we get like you know the, the cheese, the plain cheeseburger, and add like extra cheese and stuff. And it's like a lot of the places we went to, like like I don't know, just they put like one piece of American cheese on it, and like um, and the button like on the burgers. And then if you wanted more, it'd be like one pound or one pound fifty to add like another single yeah, slice yeah, of cheese. Yeah. And it's like everything's just a bit stingy and like just a bit of a bit of a, a, a rinse. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like we were like, oh well we'll get amazing meat like we used to love the ox you know the steakhouse the yeah, ox yeah. in Bristol yeah so is we it still open? With that. So, yeah uh, yeah yeah well obviously not now but yeah it will be yeah. open when Corona's done so yeah so we used to love that place and then uh, we'd have steaks and there was times so we were like right 
we'll get our beef from their butchers because obviously they're Buxton butchers they're called yeah. because that's the steak we enjoy uh, got the best beef from there and then just kind of learned how to cook the, the burger properly um, and just ate shit loads of them basically yeah. and then uh, and then we put loads of cheese on it uh, American cheese which is what we like and then kind of like you know like bacon we'd always have the I always love like thin, crispy, almost like pancetta yeah, 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 on the burger, yeah. like really thin, like it has to have like a snap to it, you know what I mean? Not, like, I always hated this like soggy undercooked bacon that people seem to You have to, have crispy, you have to have crispy bacon on burgers. You have to. But no one was love. doing it. Like, every, everywhere we went was like, you know, everyone loves crispy bacon. No one likes soggy bacon. But everywhere we went, it would always be like soggy bacon in the yeah. burger or like, I don't know. Like So we were like, right, these are all the things that we identified that we think are the best and what it needs to be. And we just did it, put like loads of burgers, but like loads of bacon, um, cheese, sorry, crispy bacon, really good beef, really good rolls. And then, you know what I mean? And then it just kind of rolled with it from there. Where do you and, get the um, rolls made? Do you guys make yeah. them or do you get... So we don't, we didn't know. Sorry? Where do you get the rolls made? Do you do you make the rolls yourselves or do you get the uh, the, the buns? Do you, do you get the, those made? The rolls? Yeah. We used to make, oh, we had the grand idea of making rolls by our hand, not even having a dough machine when we first opened. <laughs> I'd probably make about 20 bags in a day. All of them would be too We never even made a bread roll for right? about a week before. So you'd end up opening the shift on 30 bread rolls and you'd sell out of in the first three orders and then you're like, sorry, we're closed. You've got no buns left. It was an absolute <laughs> calamity. Can you make me a score? It was an absolute calamity. But that's the thing about um, Learning, me and Charlie. It's quite versatile. So the way we learn is to mess up and then learn from it and not do it again because really there's no bible on how to run a restaurant how to run a business it's just about how it works for you totally. and the way it works for me is by effing up learning from it never doing that thing again it's this life life lessons right there isn't it yeah because honestly when you're in a restaurant you will come across so many hurdles every single day there's so many people telling you this is what you should do or this is what you should do but the only way to do it is to do it the way you think feels right and then if it's wrong don't do it again I totally agree. It's it's like everything in life. But, it's like it's like when you got that annoying yeah. girlfriend or that annoying boyfriend that none of your friends like it, but you're absolutely besotted with until you actually realise that they're absolutely a shit shit bag and you get rid of them. And then you're like, oh, I should have listened to all my mates. But <laughs> until until you yeah, realise yourself. To my <laughs> so so do you get a, do you get a bakery to to make the the rolls as well? Well, no, the funny story actually was, um, so when we first started, we, we'd get all our, do you know, bookers, like the wholesaler? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we'd go to bookers and get every all day. the stuff. Every day. Every day in the morning. And then, um, and then, and then we, cause we were baking these rolls ourselves every day and it was, it was getting to the stage where like, you know, every day, cause we weren't really experienced doing it. Um, <laughs> we would be like, oh, are they going to work? And it'd be like six o'clock. It'd be like, shit, they're not ready yet. And like literally waiting for them to be ready in the oven in my house. Um, with this, so <laughs> It was a bit of a night, so we were like, all right, we're going to start just buying a few backup rolls in case they don't work or in case we run out. Yeah. So we just started buying these, like, these brioche rolls this from... Um, bookers, but they were really good. They, they were actually... They were literally like the McDonald's bun, but, like, sweet with this perfect glaze. They were really bad for you, like, really... Chemi- they were shit... There was a shiny food. They were really bad. They, they, were, they were a really shit roll, basically. <laughs> but, like... They, they tasted just, They just turned out to be banging. And, like, so everyone was like... Everyone was saying about how, that like, good the rolls everyone's were. like, oh, Uwe, it's so good. Like, you know, they make their own rolls. They're, like, the best rolls. And all these chefs were coming. And we ended up just sacking off the ones we made and using these ones from Booker's because it was easier. <laughs> and then, so, so, so everyone, all these chefy people and everyone was having these, like, really shit quality chemical rolls. But they were just amazing. 
and be like, oh god, the rolls, yeah, so good. And like, because that's what I heard really when you it. when you guys first opened. That's what I heard that like your rolls were amazing and that it was you guys like making them from fresh. Mate, it was a complete fluke. You know when you see those like Buzzfeed like twenty items that existed that taste really good, but you never think it. Like yeah. it would be like yeah. number one on the Buzzfeed. No like, way. It's like perfect. You know, because they were really sweet. They were really light. Really, they kind of came frozen as well, and you carve, you kind of thawed them out and then cooked them go, but. They like really sweet, really light, and then because we had the like loads of cheese and uh, really good tasty meat, it really enabled you just tasted the cheese. The Sorry, yeah, you, is the video on the thing or not? No, 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 no don't worry, don't worry. Yes. Um, we're, we, yeah, basically, you just enabled you to. It was we just were really the meat and the cheese, wasn't it? But we it was were super set on using these rolls for the rest of Uri's career, and then this guy came to us one day and he was like, "Look, I know you like a Hadouken, Hadouken, Hokkaido." Hokkaido. I've made it a perfect one and we were like nah mate not interested we know what we like yeah, we've got loads who was like giving us rolls like, try this one, try this so, one. and then anyway we tried his roll and it was the one and we've used him ever since we only used those first funds probably for about eight weeks of Uwe being open and then we moved over to this guy and then everyone was like F me those rolls are like the best thing I've ever tasted yeah yeah they, they were amazing they were like milk buns milk bun. Japanese milk roll it was so it's like really like it was like a really buttery um, milky kind of dough that was really soft and um, quite sweet actually as well it had loads of like egg butter milk in it and um, and yeah and then and they were just really really so then we moved over to non-chemical there was a period, there was a period. everyone loved them <laughs> we were like testing with our mates and like look we've got these really good rolls that this guy's hit us up with, but like, we'd just be going against, you know, what everyone loves already. Like, <laughs> yeah. could you change it? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know, it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and it was a big decision. And we were like, actually, we, we can't keep using a buses 12p roll or whatever it Because was, the yeah. thing is, at the end of the day, if you do want to be this premium fast food brand, I think it's, can you get in the camera? I think it's really important that the <laughs> bun is actually, um, the bun does actually have to be really important. You can't be using a, yeah. The book is bought right. And it looks a bit crap in photos as well. Um, well, your Instagram so is... new one. Your, your Instagram is amazing. Um, how, what's, what is your, your Instagram for people to, to follow you? Well, we've got... We have, we have, we have Uwe, Uwe underscore diner, O-O-W-E-E underscore diner. And then you've got a different one for Uwe Vegan. So it's Uwe um, underscore vegan. And then they're both pretty similar. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, it makes you hungry, one hundred percent. Do you do? <laughs> do you guys do like Mate. a fried chicken sandwich? Oh, what, sorry. What? Do you do like a fried chicken sandwich? Oh, we lost. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I got up to the fried. Ch- can, yeah, yeah. Do you, we do got you, to the fried. Do you, do you do a fried chicken sandwich? Yeah. Not a sandwich. A, a well, burger, they call it a yeah. sandwich. Yeah, it's a big debate. Is a fried chicken burger a burger or a sandwich? Uh, you call it a sandwich, do you? <sighs> yeah, it's just, that's just, I'm just super Americanized when it comes to fast food, and I guess that's what they call it. But... <laughs> no, I'm part of this, I'm part of this group on Facebook called The Burger Group, and it's like all these burger nerds um, <laughs> who like argue and talk about burgers. And then sometimes people like, people make burgers and upload them. And then sometimes someone will upload like a chicken burger, and like, God help them. You know what I mean? like, like, not a bloody burger, it's a sandwich. Have you ever watched? Have you ever watched the Burger Show on uh, Munchies? Is it Munchies on YouTube? The Burger Show, yeah. So the Burger Show is 
Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. No, it's not. It's first we feast. It's first we feast. Yeah, you're right. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that that burger group is their group. It was oh, Facebook okay. Called the burger group, and it's just that Alvin, wherever he's called, Alvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the big guy. Yeah. So that's their group, and then it's like loads. Of, it's quite good actually. You should join it. It's basically loads of people talking about burgers, like making or like where the best burgers are. If someone has an amazing burger, they post it. Really good inspiration. It always pops in my feed. I'm like, yeah, I need a burger. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a burger. How, how many burgers on a on a weekly basis are you eating then? Bro, I I stopped eating Ewe a long time ago. <laughs> Mate, for six months. Six months when we when we launched it, we were I was probably doing one a day. Like <laughs> because yeah. no, because what it was is like we we're obviously obsessed with it. But then I'd be on the grill every day. You'd be on the fryers. And like you'd be like, I'm not gonna have a burger today. I can't do it today. I've had, I've had a four. You know, you know you, a happy one. when you know it's time to stop is when you've eaten so many burgers that you try and make it healthier by having the cheese and the beef, but with the lettuce and no bun, <laughs> but still having like four pieces of cheese, a fried burger, bacon on top. And then when you're doing that for what a while, that? and you're still not Let's losing any weight, you're like, right now is time to cut me out of my life. <laughs> no. We um we still we still do eat it sometimes but um but yeah we we stopped it but I mean we did we because as well we would like we'd go to London on like burger pilgrimages and like just eat we <laughs> eat like eight burgers in a day like just trying all the different competition all the time yeah yeah um we did that for a while and it just it did get to the stage where like everywhere we went we just end up eating burgers in burger restaurants and it does get a bit boring after a while <laughs> I get that so what's your on on Uwe Diner what's yeah. the like the, what... do you know what though. It's the fast food ones the whole time. What did you say, Will? On, on, no, carry on. What were you saying, Charlie? I was saying the ones that actually hold up, the ones that you can find yourself continuing to go to are the fast food ones, though. Like, we still regularly get a Mackey's or like, um, or like a Shake Shack. We get a Shake Yeah. This surprises me. I love McDonald's. This surprises me. Yeah, we get McDonald's and Shake Shack are the two that, that we probably get the most. The thing is, Will... Everyone always has this misconception that people who own restaurants and stuff only eat really, really good food. But in reality, they all smash in McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> See, I hate McDonald's. I would like, I'd rather, I'd rather be seen dead than in a McDonald's. I cannot stand it. I don't know really? how people like it. It just you're doesn't. Such, you're such a trend. It's such a trend follower. It's so popular to hate McDonald's. I'm <laughs> no, so. I'll never have in America. You know what it is in America. You've got all the um, you've got so many better options. Yeah, we do. Do you know what I mean? I think whereas in the UK, it's like you know a lot of these, you know, like you know, you usually want to have a burger on a Sunday when I'm hungover or something. And we're actually living in London now, so um, so you know we've got like a Shake Shack which delivers to our house. They so get that a lot, or um, or generally if I'm getting a burger, I get a Shake Shack. Shake Shack, yeah, is we so love good. we love the Shake Shack mushroom. Bun. The mushroom oh. bun is actually. If not, I think better than the, the meat one actually. They do this like mushroom burger. Have you had it? Yeah, I've had that. I've also had the. Have you had the chicken sandwich that they do? It's not very. Uh, I had it and I couldn't eat. It, it was so dry. Yeah. Were you not into it? So dry. I I've only had it once and it's it really was dry. amazing. It was really really good. But I, I think know. the American Shake Shack's a little bit different to the UK Shake. It's the roll. It's the mushroom potato roll. It's like is it that squidgy like? In um, I stopped in Detroit Airport on my way to Florida and I had a um a chicken sandwich from there <laughs> and it was buttermilk fried crispy chicken. Yeah, it from McDonald's and it was one of the best chicken burgers I've ever had in my life. Like, I mean, the customer service in the place was atrocious but the food was the best McDonald's I've ever had. 
It's, it's, yeah, it was like an actual, it was like a gourmet chicken burger, wasn't it? They literally, it was like the best McDonald's I've ever had in my life. But like, also, I was like, stood there for like, probably 45 minutes waiting to be served. And they were just looking at me. And I was just <laughs> looking at them. And I was like, this is sandal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really need. And, and then I was like, here's my money. And they just snatched it from me. I was like, okay. Thank you. Are you impressed with that one? I think in America they've got this whole fast food thing a lot, a lot more locked down than us. Yeah. In LA, you're you're literally like go to an in out, in and out, and people are like waiting around the like around the corner in their cars for the takeout. Like people line up like f- all day, like two three hours for, <laughs> for in and outs, and it's like, come on, this is not fast food now. Shut this is like, up. yeah, it's ridiculous. People wait. Three hours. Yeah, when Shake yeah. When, when, when Shake Shack first started in New York, like I would go. They they first op- they opened one up on Seventh Ave, and I would go, and you'd have to like time it correctly because if you went at lunchtime, there'd be like an hour, an hour and a half wait just to get in, and then you're like waiting thirty <laughs> minutes. To cook That's your what food. creates the hype with you. One hundred percent. That, that used to happen to me. We're at Pixel Street. People used to wait an hour and a half, two hours for the food. But, it's um, great. It's, it's not good, technically, but it is. It's great for hype great and things like that. Yeah. It's obviously not great for business because you want to turn around and get everyone in and out as quickly as you possibly can and make some money. But it, it's fucking great. But isn't that um, Chick-fil-A meant to So Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I've never actually had it. People rave about it. Um, but I don't know. But you wouldn't. I I know I would I I really I need to have one but I haven't. Um, but it's supposed to be really good. There's a there's yeah, de- I've heard that. There's a place in Detroit which there's a few places in America called Gus's Fried Chicken, which is like the classic yeah. fried chicken spot. Um, but again, like you said, there's so many like little fast food joints that aren't like there's a diner in Detroit called Owl, which is a 24 hour diner and. It makes just like insane, I guess it's like Mexican, I don't know, I could be wrong. It's kind of like Mexican infused fast food, but it's so good. And it's 24 hours a day, but like, you don't really get that over here. Could you? That's the thing. But, you know, it's in, that's, what we're, that's what our thoughts were. It's like everybody in, in America, it's all these big fast food brands that like, you know, you can have, have all this food. Whereas in Amer- in England, everyone loves doing these like really like, I don't know, like the, the more like dinery, not diner, but like the sit-in, like the sit-in restaurant experience. Yeah. But no one does the the big, the fast food style stuff as much, you know. No, can you do like it, I don't know how the laws work, but can you do like twenty-four hour things here? Depends on the license of your yeah. restaurant. The thing is, in 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 the UK, though, there's no really busy enough that will have a demand for yeah. um, twenty-four hours. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, in London, yeah, yeah. some of the McDonald's are, but. I mean, nowhere's really that busy enough to, to do that. Like, yeah, it's not really like yeah. a all night long culture, is it? But no. I, I guess if you had like one place that was twenty four hours, like over the weekend, like Friday to Sunday, yeah. you could like make it kind of a name for yourself where you're just going to get everyone. If you, is Dirty Burger still going on? Dirty Burger in London? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they start a few of their they sites, but. They do. Um, they're owned by Soho House. Oh, really? I didn't know that. See, yeah, when they yeah, first yeah. when they first opened, they were really good. But I don't know if they're good anymore. 
I think they fell off a bit, actually. I don't know. I've, I, I think when they I've never actually had one. I think but. it's just more people came out. Like The thing is, in London, it's like, if you want a dirty burger in London, you have the pick of the crop. Yeah. Like, there is literally so many. But you know what, also, in a way, like, kind of, the, the thing is, with growing a dirty burger food chain is, um, it's probably not the same for America, but in the UK, people are a bit bored of the whole, like, dirty beef burger thing. Now, a lot more people are becoming vegan and yeah. conscious about what they eat. So I don't mind having like the one dirty burger restaurant because you can put all your energy into making that amazing. Totally. But as far as growing a chain, we never had any intentions of growing the dirty burger one. We always wanted to grow the vegan one because the vegan one is, it, you know, it's less damage, has less damaging impact on the environment, but also more and more people are turning um, vegan and it's becoming really trendy to have yeah. like vegan fast food a lot more than it is to have a dirty burger. Well, we wanted, yeah, yeah. We wanted to be vegan to be like the like all these brands have been talking about, but like there isn't like the vegan version of that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. like your vegan, like our, our inspiration is like the in and out, like that is the kind of the main inspiration we had. And it's like, there isn't the vegan version of that yet. And we're trying to make it as good. As, so like, you know, like 50% of our clients or customers, sorry, of um, vegan in Bristol aren't actually vegan. Yeah, it's just yeah. people who enjoy the just food. Enjoy the so food, that's yeah. what we're trying to do. Make it so it's as good as these things, but, um, but it just so happens to be vegan. Do you know what I mean? It's a dope idea. So is the restaurant in Dalston going to be vegan? Yeah. Yeah, all vegan. Everything we open now is going to be 100% vegan. Everything we open now is 100% vegan. We've made promise. Yeah. It's a bit... Do you think you guys will turn vegan? Charlie doesn't eat meat. Well, I did... did, From January the 2nd, I did... uh, Until about a week and a half ago, I was strictly vegan, didn't break it, and then... um, but then since you've been in quarantine, I've been like, oh, I've had to eat a bit of cheese. So miserable. <laughs> so I, I, neither of us eat like a head. Like, I don't so eat meat, though. Basically, the whole point of being vegan isn't to be like, we're a really preachy vegan brand and you can only eat our food if yeah, you're yeah, vegan. Yeah, yeah. The idea of Iri Vegan is to reflect how I feel about me personally being, trying veganism. And it's, I'll try and eat vegan 80% of the time, but 20% of the time I will still, you know, have meat. fish or meat yeah. or dairy. And Iri Vegan's that thing where you can be like, well, I was going to go and get a dirty burger, but actually I'll go and get a dirty Iri Vegan because it's still it's just as tasty as the other thing. And yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to push this whole, everyone needs to be vegan. I'm just trying to say, if you do fancy not eating meat today and not substituting the flavor, come down and have an Iri Vegan. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the thing is, is though, with what you've done with Iri Dino is that the whole, for me, the whole vegan thing is... I'm not vegan and I respect whatever anyone wants to do with, with what they decide to eat. But for me, it's like, I'd want it. If I'm eating meat, I want to eat the best quality meat. I want to eat the best quality cheese. I want to eat the best quality kind of produce. If, and I kind of want to make sure that the animal has been treated well and everything like that from, from start to finish. And I think with what you guys are doing, if you're getting your, meat from a butcher's and things like that. I, I we get, use the, the best butcher. Yeah, the I, best I, and I guess that's the thing, is like you're kind of, from what you're doing with the Uwe to Uwe Diner and Uwe Vegan, you're kind of doing the right thing with, with Uwe Diner. You're not giving yeah. people shit, apart from the old book of, book of buns, but you've changed <laughs> it. <around. laughs> that stopped a very long time ago, Will. But I, I guess... But no, it is true. I guess vegan's so fashionable now, and... I think like even, and I think it's kind of weird because obviously Greg's do like their vegan. Greg's is for any American listening. Greg's is like a big, uh, 
pasty kind of sausage roll brand um, in, in the UK, but they do like vegan stuff and even like McDonald's and things like that do vegan. But with like McDonald's and with all the fast food joints doing vegan, that's just kind of creating more income for them to sell more burgers. And it's not necessarily <laughs> the right good. It's not like the good food, if you know what I mean. It's not healthy for you. It's not even the fact that it's healthy. It's, is it like locally sourced? Is it is yeah. it environmental friendly? And it's probably not. But yeah. I, but then also, what I see that I've, I've been involved in debates about this, and there's two stories, there's two sides of the story because. There's that side saying, well, if you go and buy a vegan burger from McDonald's, you're still funding the meat industry. But then there's another side to the story, which I also think is really true. And it's if, say, one in five people who tries that vegan burger isn't a vegan, they're a meat eater, and they've made it taste really good, you're then converting people to eat less meat. Because a lot of people who would go to, say, Burger King and McDonald's on a regular basis, excluding myself, would probably never think about trying vegan food yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's alien to them. You know, if you're eating McDonald's your whole life and you've n- never even really tried anything vegan, that's so, it's so alien to you that if you go to KFC and try their amazing vegan chicken burger, you're like, oh wow! So now oh, every meal crap. doesn't have to be meat. Do you have know you what tried I mean? the? Um, they have it in America, the Impossible Burger. Have you had that? Yeah, I have. It kind of just tastes like oh, uh, banging. What do you think? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it because. When I'm, I want it actually like, it just tastes like a cheap burger. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) I think, do you know what though? I I think what might happen is, so they're making this, these plants taste like at the moment, just like anything like beef. It's usually like crappy kind of cheap beef, like you said. But I think what will happen soon is they'll develop the flavor to make it taste like an aged like actual you know beef, beef like a yeah, high yeah. grade beef pasta yeah. you know my thought is what will happen is it will get to that level because i mean I, verity brought me one back she went to hard rock and then was like look because you can't get them here and i've heard yeah. they're like amazing so verity's like chatting to the guy at the hard rock like look my boyfriend um really wants, wants to try this burger um is there any chance you, i could buy one of you and he just came out and gave us gave her one like a raw one yeah and that sat in the hotel fridge for a week you went away in sweden after and then went in her suitcase and bought it back and i ate it when she got back and i thought it was pretty impressive like i know what you mean it tastes like a cheapish burger yeah but as a burger as beef goes it tastes pretty realistic right yeah it and does like, it does yeah definitely i just if they've got it that good like i think they'll soon be able to get it so it tastes like a dry age really high-end beef burger but it will cost a fraction of the price yeah my, and it'll be a lot my kind of questioning behind it is how unhealthy is it for you not that bad I, well i think i think there's, far, I there's quite think... a lot of salt in these things and uh it's processed but it's like pea protein and yeah stuff like that so i mean and it's got coconut fat in it but i mean it's, it's got you can it's say it's a hell of a lot better for you than mcdonald's is that yeah you that's, can say that's it's not fucking better. hard though is it let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, 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 even if you had the highest grass-fed cows in the universe that you were making your burgers out of waggies not eating meat is better than eating meat because like it you know it is it everything that's made into these burgers is a natural ingredient they're not adding additives yeah, yeah. It's no. just that, but no, they're just what they're doing is they're they're like mutating stems from plants <laughs> and stuff, but they're not using like yeah. e numbers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I don't I, know. It's a hard one, really, because yeah. there's you know there's a lot of stuff that shows that well, there's a lot of trying to thought that eating meat is like like animal proteins cause a lot of cancers and stuff, and that's what I've looked into that a bit. 
and um and that's what kind of worried me a bit and you know by going vegan it kind of reduces your chance of getting a lot of these these diseases you know yeah, so um, I, on on that side of things, I guess I, I've done quite a bit of research on that as well, and <clears throat> I think what yeah. a lot of it is is not necessarily the actual meat that people are eating; it's what they're eating with the meat. So a right. lot of these studies are being done with people like it's generally a generic American diet, which is fucking awful. Right. Like it's fast food, yeah. it's fried, it's fries, it's no like real vegetables and things like that, and then they're just using. They're just saying that it's the meat that's causing the cancer. But I think it's generally just diet mm. in, in general. Where Process, I, guess, I suppose processed food. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the one thing we're really lucky in the UK. And like, it's actually cheap to eat really healthy here. Um, where mm. I'll go to, like when I go to America, my food bill is like three times the amount for the, what I would get over here for nothing barely like you can go to the butchers here and get a good like one of my a butcher that i went to in detroit for two sirloin steaks how much do you think like two sirloin steaks would cost in the uk like from a butcher like how much good what well probably eight quid a steak maybe yeah it cost me fifty dollars for two steaks yeah it's fair actually I think we're just so lucky over here where we have like Tesco, Sainsbury's, Marks and Spence, even like the cheaper, cheaper, like, uh, like big fast or big grocery stores. Like it's so cheap to eat healthy. You can get vegetables for nothing. You can get good meat for nothing. You can get grass fed meat for nothing. Grass fed thing isn't really like a, are like pushed big deal here. it's not a big deal here because yeah. all of our meat is grass not all of our meat but a majority of yeah. our meat is grass fed anyway so it's not really an issue we have but I don't but know America, I remember when Verity was in America in Florida she, you were saying you, I mean it's great when you're there for a week but she was like you know look at all this stuff you get like you get all your cereals your lucky everything's just full of e-numbers and like and sugar like, and like yeah, and everything's just so fattening. And everything, you, you know, you were showing me the breakfast you were having, and you get like, you know, you have that bacon and a whole waffle. Pack of bacon. But you had, you have about fifteen rushes of bacon yeah. on the breakfast, and that was just like standard. Like, do you know what I mean? Crazy. We're super lucky. We're where, very hard. I think I don't that. think people realise how lucky we are to have. Yeah, I think I, I, I think British produce is is the best in the world. I think like it's, 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 it's amazing. French produce is pretty good though. Yeah, so again, bloody expensive though. Like when we went to France, it's like. I remember buying a chicken from the local butchers and, a, and it was, I looked at the price per kilo or something and the thing was about 35 quid for a chicken. So yeah, I was like, wow. Expensive. But, um, but in, you know, it's not, exp- you know, you can get good quality local meat and veg and stuff and it's not too expensive. What's, what's your like biggest seller in the vegan restaurant? Um, it was a, sneaky clucker. It was a, it was a burger we've done called the, uh, the sneaky clucker. And it's like oh, a, baconator. we make like a Big Mac sauce. It's like our dirty sauce. Yeah. And um, it's like a Big Mac sauce but with a little hint of spice, I suppose. And, uh, and it's that with our fried chicken, our kind of seitan. You know seitan? Have you heard of seitan? No. What's that? It's like seitan is like a dough which uses like a chicken. Well, you can make any kind of um, meat substitute, but vital wheat gluten. So okay. and then you make like a, it's like a flour and you make a dough out of it. And, um, and then you kind of batter that and fry that. And then it's like a chicken burger. But, um, 
and actually because we do we do beef and chicken so our beef is beyond meat yeah have you had a beyond burger yeah, yeah, yeah. so we use beef beyond meat and then um chicken is a satan i thought everyone would prefer the beyond meat but actually people do actually prefer our house-made chicken, chicken burger which is which is good that's dope um so there we go so that's yeah. our favorite that's our kind of most popular popular thing that was the burger that we actually introduced at north street the Uri diner yeah, uh, that was what we made there, and took it away, and everyone went mental. Um, so we were like, right, let's let, let, um, let's do it in, in the new site. That's dope. So yeah. I can't remember if it was this last year or the year before, but didn't you do some like free burger thing on College Green? Yeah, we've done. Yeah, we like, broke with the delivery. Yeah, what yeah, happened? So we, did, we did a we did a thing with delivery. So it's delivery's fourth birthday. Yeah, um, and they were working with kind of restaurants they got on with in uh, in each city, and they did like a hundred burger giveaway or a hundred taco giveaway, whatever. Um, and they'd kind of done it in all the other cities, and it, it done all right, but it hadn't obviously blown up. And they messaged us saying, "Look, do you want to do this? Um, we'll give away a hundred burgers. We'll pay for a hundred burgers. Uh, we'll create a bit of hype about it, and, um, and we'll do it on College Green in, in city centre." Yeah, and. Um, so we were like, yeah, and then, and then anyway, we posted it on our social media, and then it got loads of traction. Uh, and then we, and then the Bristol Post kind of posted about it, and then everyone was started tagging their mates, <laughs> and thousands of people were getting involved. We were messaging delivery like, we really, really need more than a hundred burgers. I think it's going to be really busy. Um, and anyway, they were like, two hundred. We're like, honestly, I think we're going to need more. So I think we need about three or four hundred in the end. Um, between split between Uri Vegan and Uri Diner. Yeah. So we're making these burgers, brought them down, and suddenly. 12, it was at one o'clock the giveaway, about 12 o'clock, kind of a gathering of people start gathering. Verity was down there. I was cooking the food in one of the sites. And then it kind of gets to 12.30. There's probably about six, 700 people there waiting Jeez. for one o'clock. And Verity's ringing me like, you've got to hurry up. You've got to come. <laughs> uh, there's too many people. We just need to get these burgers. Gets to one o'clock. There's about between like maybe 1,500 people there. It was, it was a video online of it um, no that a friend way. of ours did. And it was, it was absurd. It was like a festival. Type in like... Um, I'm Googling it now. Ui Diner Burger Giveaway. So yeah, if you type in... And then, and then if you go on the um, the Newsflare one, thousands of people swarm at Ui Diner's free burger event. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? So that's what it's called. Thousands of, thousands of people. Yeah, so it's on the Newsflare website. So... And then you can see all of the people there. People were literally fighting for it. And then, um, you got it. That's crazy. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it now. So anyway, so then it was, it was like a festival. So the police all came down, like the riot squad or whatever. And, uh, thinking it was, I think it was, they thought it was a protest to do with climate change or something. And then, um, <laughs> so anyway, they, they all rolled down and, um, and it ended up basically telling up to go home. And then I turned up with another hundred burgers. So then we had this line of police, uh, holding the crowd back. Because Liveroo didn't actually send any like security. It was really poorly organized, to be fair. Um, and they didn't send any security or anything like that. So it was literally like two of their marketing girls who were quite a small kind of 25-year-old <laughs> girls and uh, like that. And, and they were literally, as soon as they got the burgers out, people were like wrestling them for the burgers. Like, there was no order there. And anyway, so the police came, they sorted it out, and then there was this picture of like, the police all holding, holding this crowd of people back whilst the police, myself and the police were just handing out these burgers. It was so funny. That's so good. And, um, but yeah, and then, and then everyone, it went mental. Um, and then all these like news people were like ringing us, like what's going on? And it was like, I think we got on the ITV 
the mirror. Were you on the, the sun? sun yeah, like you were on the sun. I remember the sun kind of popping up. Somewhere. No, the mirror. It was Daily Mail in the mirror. It was, daily, it was some of these ones. Yeah, it was. It was, and uh, it was. Yeah, it was quite funny. But um, we've never done anything like it. To be honest. And then, like, all these people were ringing us up, like, "Hi, yeah, can you can you give us a press release?" I was like, "What's a press release?" Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. then, then, then I was like, "I've never done anything." I was like, "What is a press release?" They were like, "Oh, well, you need to tell us like what happened." Blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, cool. That's yeah, it's great. It's it's good PR, I guess. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Did, did 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 the restaurants get busier after that? Uh, I rang. Yeah, it was pretty busy. Um, I can't remember if it was actually busy, but it was. There was everyone was talking about it. Yeah, you know, like like it loads everywhere. People, it was like, just an accidental press. It was. It wasn't meant to get. It yeah, was, it wasn't was, meant to be like that. It was meant to be like you know handing out. I thought it'd be busy, but we didn't think it'd be anything like that. That's kind of the best um, situation, though, isn't it? When you don't plan mm. something and it kind of just goes a little bit crazy. We don't really plan anything. <laughs> yeah, the, the general that. theme. <laughs> yeah, the general theme of what we do is we just roll with we things wing and it. wing it and see, see what happens. No, we have got to that stage in our life about a year ago, though, when as soon as we opened Jimmy Vegan and you go from two to three, you're like winging it doesn't really no. work anymore. So this is now I've gone from winging it to writing such in like such in detailed OCD plans that. I annoy myself when I read back through them. I set little alarms on my phone, like, do this. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty OCD. Everything, everything, it started out like a bit, a bit chaotic. And now it's like we've learned from that. Now everything is, is just But actually, not having to do anything for the next month is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it's quite, because living, like, one of, I've got a good friend who's actually Gregory Gordet. He's like, he was the first guy on the podcast. Um, He's like a on celebrity top chef in America. He kind of runs quite a big restaurant in in Portland, um, and he wow. went, he was kind of telling me the like the lifestyle of a chef and the lifestyle of running a restaurant and things like. That. And it's pretty fucking nonstop. It's like pretty much worse than a DJ yeah. life. And it's we work hard enough as well, and I, like twelve hours a day, seven days a week is pretty rough. So although the Corona times isn't good for you for business. It must be quite nice to like actually chill. And does it, have you found it like give you any more time, yeah. like any more like inspiration on like planning on what to do in the future and things like that? I think I'm just kind of using this time to um, sleep and eat. Well, we're actually, we're trying to, we've oh, been yeah. researching it. So what I, I've wanted for ages to um, do some stuff on YouTube. Like, I love YouTube. Like, yeah. I, I don't even really watch TV like now. I like I never watch TV at all. Really, I just all I watch is YouTube. Yeah, and um, I've become quite obsessed with it. And uh, so I really want to have a go at trying to make some cooking videos and um, and get get some stuff uploaded and learn to video edit. So I've been trying to do, like this last night. I was watching some tutorials and stuff. Um, and I'm going to try and use this time because I think we're probably going to be locked down for another month or two or three, yeah, maybe. Definitely. Um, so I'm going to try and use the time to actually learn how to create videos. And then plan some cooking videos and, and try and get some stuff up. Um, it's something I've been banging on about for about a year or two, maybe about probably about a year and a half. Saying I really want to do it, really want to do it, but you never actually find the time. And like, and what we're saying like now is actually the perfect time to do all these things that you wanted to do for ages. Do you know what I mean? No, I totally agree. And um, I guess everyone wants to be at home now and learn how to cook food. Because no one really cooks food nowadays. I think everyone's right. cooking Insta. Yeah, exactly. have you noticed there's a bit of a phase for cooking banana bread now? Everyone's cooking I saw banana that the other bread day. on Instagram. I don't even fucking like bananas. Why? But... Yeah. 
I don't know. Every yeah. single person is talking to another person. Yeah, twelve. It's, it's weird. Why but... is it just because someone? I don't get it. <laughs> I I don't like banana bread. So is it a challenge just, or something? I don't know. It must be. I'm. I've actually just. I don't know if I've ever even. I don't, eaten banana I don't bread. know. I feel like it must be the banana bread challenge or something. There's so many challenges going on. I just did a challenge uh, yesterday. I'm about to post it now. Um, it's called a bottle bottle sample challenge. So you get your water bottle and you record bottle sample. Yeah. So I so I get a water bottle and then record. <laughs> as many sounds as I possibly can from a water bottle and then make a record out of <laughs> the sounds of the water bottle. And it's just like, there's so many, crazy, so many crazy shits coming from everyone just having so much time on their hands. It's, it's insane. It could be a good thing though. You know, people, people, I take totally a agree. Step, we're saying, it's like people are taking a step back from this fast, like routine of life that yeah. you don't get a second to do anything you want to do. And actually now everyone's got, time to actually think about stuff and and come up with, i bet loads of new ideas will come from it you know totally. um the um i will not be doing the press up challenge um <laughs> it's only 10 i will not be come doing on. the downing of pipe. 10 press ups you can do this variety i'll be making the, i'll be participating in making the banana bread challenge more <laughs> likely than i would be doing the press up so i'm just on your website at the moment what's the diner club press up challenge Oh. What, sorry? Did you hear that? So I'm just on your website now, and uh, what's the Diner Club about? Hmm. So the Diner Club is something we're trying to build, because with with our restaurants now, we're trying to build more than just a restaurant. Like yeah. We're trying to create like a whole culture about about what we do. Yeah. You know, like, as, as you kind of said, in Bristol, it's, it's more than um, just the burgers and stuff. Like, you know, we, we work loads of DJs. We have cool parties and stuff at like our Christmas party. We always have loads of DJs and stuff play. Um, and it's about like music, the kind of people that we, I don't know. It's, 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 it's more than just the restaurants. And it's like, like, and what we're trying to do with the diner club is build, get everybody who likes our brand and likes our food and likes what we do to sign up to this thing. And, um, we haven't been utilizing it as best possible at the moment, but we're in the process of building it. So it's basically like a newsletter as such, but, we want to kind of create, um, you know, people who are part of the diner club get the discounts and they get like, you know, secret menu items um, that only the diner club get. We want to have like, um, eventually, like I want to get like when we're in London, I definitely want to start doing some some like smallish parties um, and like you know have a, have a few parties and just have fun with that. Yeah. Um, and maybe like put the tickets out to the diner club members and I don't know, just just it's just kind of like a place to kind of collect all of your. Um, the people who like your stuff and then it's we're talking to them and like really like adding value to to them so they feel like they're part of it yeah part yeah, of the sure. kind of journey you know no i like that i like that a lot can yeah. you can you do a t-shirt uh with i know you do a t-shirt online but can you do a t-shirt with like all your little uh like illustrations yeah, we really need to do that. Actually, we did one putting all the burgers. What a t-shirt with the, the burger man and yeah, the burger man and the shake man yeah. and all of that. I think it, and like the diner club. Yeah, we could do that, you could, you could do. We did do it. Here we go. Oh yes, yeah, show, show him. What's here? Um, my mind is covered. Uh, a bit creased, but so we did this one. So the that's the back. The... That's dope. It's a burger guy, and then the front. And it's just got that on the front with a little shake man. So that was what we did. I think we only made hundreds of them, and then they all um, sold out. Slash, we wore half them. 
Well, we always see that of merch. I always get loads of merch and end up wearing it all. Yeah, and then no one making no money of it. Cool guys. <laughs> yeah. Or right. like our mates come around. They're like, oh, I really like that. That's the worst yeah, about merch. Yeah. Every, every single one of your mates wants a t-shirt or wants a jacket or wants a hat, and it's like, come on, guys. Like, I'm just giving you money now. I might as well just give you twenty quid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I remember when we first started, like. Um, our main inspirations were like Supreme and um, and In and Out Burger, and we're like, our oh, kind of where we sat, we're like, right, the kind of where we're looking to be is like between In and Out and Supreme, and like kind of follow that kind of suit. Yeah. And um, so anyway, so I was obsessed with making the box logo hoodies, but with the same as the Supreme, because you know the Supreme box logo hoodies are like really tight weave uh, yeah. badge on the on the thing, and, and that and it turns out that's really expensive to do on a small, <laughs> small print. So I ended up making this batch of hoodies where I think it was costing me about 15 quid to just get... It, was, it ended up costing me about 40 quid cost price to make these plain box logo hoodies. And um, and actually, to be fair, all of our mates bought them when we first started. And they all, I, think they all, I think I was selling them for cost price, uh, which is still quite a lot, 40 quid for a, for a hoodie. But, um, that's what I love, though. And I, I, think, yeah, to be fair, I think that's... And all a- our mates did support and they all bought them. I think that's the thing for about Bristol though. Like there's so much community in Bristol. And I I don't know 100%. I don't know if you like, get, get that That's in. the reason why Uwe did well is because Go on. I was gonna say, the reason why Uwe did well I think is because when we first started like all of our mates were like so supportive of it and like in Bristol everyone was like oh my mate's doing this like oh you should check it out you should check it out and then everyone's sharing it and like and that like network of, you know, we had a launch party where we invited loads of mates down, got really pissed, cooked loads of burgers and like everyone loved it. And then everyone was telling their mates about it. Do you remember? And, and, and that is, we always say that's a big part of how it is the success of it is that all of our mates told all their mates about it and then their mates went and had it and then they loved it yeah. and told all their mates about it. And it's like that network of that launch. Yeah. It's like when you run a, you, you know, when you run your first party yeah, yeah, and like, you have to like, your first party always does really well because all your mates want to support and they come down and then... Um, so then they all just want gas. Then, they, then the first one, they all support, they come down, then you've got to make that event a banger and then the people actually want to come and pay for it. Yeah, yeah. So your first one is like your grace period of like all your mates are going to come, you know? Whereas it was saying like that with us, like we had this launch party, invited all our mates down, but then, and thanks to our mates, they've always just supported it, share everything, like everything on Facebook, tag all their mates, get them all to go bought all the merch do you know what I mean like they, we did have a really supportive group yeah. of mates that really kind of helped launch it that's amazing though that's that's kind of how how yeah. our business is built and I think what yeah. you guys are doing is amazing like I've been following it since you started and I just keep it up and if there's anything I can do or anything any of us can do just reach out I'm happy to support as much as I can right so let's we have to come and eat one first I know I have to come and eat one and we should definitely throw a party in one of them we should definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I think social distancing might be putting well, a stop to um, that currently. True. We've got. So what we're actually doing going forward is we've got void sound systems in all of them. Sick. So um, you can come and um, so yeah, got, come and do a live set from Uri during lockdown. Yeah, we've, we've got we've got a void we've got the void system in uh, in North Street in Bristol, which sounds amazing. And then um, in Dalston, we've got it over two floors with like Lan and Heath mixer and like. The, two, the subs, it's all basically, it's all being coloured to our uh, Pantone as well. So it's yeah, like the yeah. ooey green no thing. Way. And then like, and it's got the subs on the wall at head height as well. So it's going to look pretty, um, it's quite built around this void. And hopefully as we go, as we grow bigger, I want to work with void and like, you know, run some pretty cool parties and stuff. Um, and 
have them kind of support the the sound system side of it. And be, you know, I want all the restaurants having insane sound systems. No, I think um, that's amazing. We should we should definitely yeah. do like a organize like a, a boiler room or something Ooh, like that. Lost you. Can you? Hey, we lost Yo, you. back on. Yeah, what yeah. were you saying? We should yeah. we should organize like a like a boiler room or something like that. We can uh we can yeah. we can definitely put all of yeah. our all of our heads together and get that going. You should do a boiler room at the new UE Vegan in Dalston when it opens. Yeah, that one's gonna be um that one I wanna gear up to uh to, to do that kind of stuff. But I went to have you heard of Brilliant Corners yeah. in um there's a place called Brilliant Corners in um Dalston. And it's like an audio file bar. So they've got this insane sound system in there. And it's like a restaurant. And then I, I went for the first time um, a couple of weekends ago. And uh, and yeah, so it's like a restaurant. And then after dinner, it kind of turns into a bit of a party. But And then it, and then it goes on to like 2 a.m. So kind of take inspiration from that a little bit. And it'd be cool to to have this 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 fast food style thing. And at about what I was thinking on weekends is to turn from about nine o'clock have a DJ playing but not thumping it out as yeah, such yeah, yeah. and then it gets to because we've got a license till 2 or 3am oh really um, so, so basically yeah have the DJ and when food stops at 10 o'clock um, and then the DJ can thump it out for the last few hours and it can turn into a bit of a party can you sell booze as well we can got, we've got booze license yeah the booze license is till 3am so that's sick that's, that's really good um, so we need to take advantage of that and Mate, you should see the restaurant the downstairs is sick it's got like a like a slightly darker booty room. Yeah, so we've got this two, the Dalston one has got like a ground floor and a big basement as well. Um, and the sound systems are like linked where you can split them or, so yeah, it's a really cool setup. And like I said, we've got, got like voids, literally void speakers all around the sides and then the subs all at head level. So, um, yeah, yeah. so everywhere you are, there's these like, these, these speakers, they look really cool. They're well, you definitely have some Well, when, when quarantine's over, let's, uh, yeah. let's plan yeah. something. I'm definitely let's down do for that. Yeah. Right, guys, oh, let's no let's uh, let's wrap this one up, um, yeah. and let's get you on again when the Dalston uh, restaurants yeah. open, so we can kind of push it a little what? bit. That'd be amazing. What, so, what is the, so? What are the? Can you tell me about the podcast? What are they? Yeah, so this is just a podcast that I so I used to run a radio show called the Barbershop, and it was just yeah. like a mix and me talking shit, um, and it would kind of people would listen to it, but I just got bored of doing mixes i don't listen to mixes and it just bored me so i just wanted to like get people on that i'm i don't just do music like i'm super into a lot of other things and i kind of wanted to get people that i'm into and people that like i'm mates with or people that i know are doing like dope shit and i kind of wanted to just be able to sit down and have a conversation with people that like we would never have done this if I didn't have a podcast, <laughs> like, this would never have happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of times you don't often get to speak to somebody for an hour about shit. It's like, even your mates, yeah. you don't really get to sit cool. down for an hour and just talk about yeah. stuff. I love podcasts. Yeah, same. yeah, we love podcasts. I've recently discovered them. I never really think I'd like them, but then I've recently started listening to a few and um, it's really interesting. There's one I, I'd say that you should listen to is that, um, you know, Guy, have you ever listened to that Guy Raz, How I Built This? Yes, it's well good. Have you listened to the Five Guys one? No, I haven't. I haven't. The one with the owner of Five Guys. Is, it, well, I loved it, obviously. But um, check it out. It's really good. That, yeah, like, and then all, and then from that, I've listened to all of them. It was one with like Starbucks, how they've done it. It's like, okay. so interesting. Have you, um, do, do, you, do you, you know David Chang, the chef? Yeah. yeah. He's, got a, he's got a podcast. Um, is that's, it? That's really good. Um, 
Yeah, you should check that one out for sure. That program last night. Oh, yeah, I do. Chinese legend. Yeah, the ugly, delicious. We were watching that program, Chef. Have you seen Chef? Yeah, it's really good. Um, You know the film? So he's got like a program now with us. So he's on that, isn't he? What's his name? John Ferraru? John Ferraru? I can't remember his name. Are you going to get them all together then and release them all at once? No, so I'm probably going to start releasing them next week. I'm doing another one. I think you're my third one. Um, So I just wanted to get like three or four in the bag so that I can kind of keep up on it all. Um, But I'm probably going to release like one or or two a week. Um, Yeah, now's the time to smash them out. Surely now there's loads of people wanting to do it. You don't do two a week, really. That's good coverage yes yeah, it's, it's pretty easy as well it's like i'd i'd much rather do it in person much rather yeah um, but obviously we can't at the moment so i quite like it i think it's cool yeah. quarantine podcast yeah. like it's cooler having it over facetime i feel way more relaxed like when i've done them before and there's like a freak in front of my face it's just like i have to think about what i'm saying whereas it's just there's like a conversation <laughs> between Thanks, yeah, I mean? no, and i think that's the whole point of it is like i i want yeah. people i want people that know me like as what I do to like actually know other parts of my life and what other things I'm interested in. And also by doing that is bringing other people to it. And obviously like if you tell some of your mates about it, they've probably never even heard of me, if you know what I mean. And like everybody, I think it's just about, again, it's what you guys have done with Uwe is like creating a community that like, everyone's into it and everyone can just jump on and just in learn shit. That's the thing. It's like-minded people. We're all like-minded people really into this. Like, all my mates are into the same thing, food, music, going exactly. out, having, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's it. Are you just going to um, release them on your Instagram and set up a podcast page? No, it will, it will all be through iTunes and Spotify. Um, and Which I'll probably is. add it on. So so the plan when we're in, in person is to, like, film it as well so it can go on YouTube. So I think I'm still going to upload these onto YouTube, but it will just have... Um, it will just have the the artwork of the show and then take it from there. Oh, I've lost you. Hello? Yo, lost you again. Oh, right. Can you hear us now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Let's wrap this one up because my internet yeah. is playing up. So, guys, thank you so much for being on. It's been amazing. Good luck with everything. Um, uh, nice to meet Catch you very soon, all right? Okay. Safe, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. So that is podcast number three, Done and Dusted. Big ups to everybody that's listened. Big up to Charlie and Verity for that one. I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. Excuse me about the uh, technical issues. We, I'm having major internet issues living in the farm right now. However, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you for listening. If you did listen and you enjoyed the podcast, please uh, share it to your mates, your mum, your gran, whoever. I'm pretty sure uh, people might enjoy it. So yeah. And if you fancy, give me some, give me some ratings on a, in on instagram not on instagram on uh what's it called itunes and spotify big love see you very soon with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.